Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, so I've kind of been on this this kick lately about anger. I, uh, you know, I for those of you who have listening, I went on this this vacation. It's kind of a retreat. There was a lot of anger stuff that was kind of brought up in me, but I needed it. It was like my body had stored all this anger and it needed to be released. So I've really been thinking about my thoughts around anger. And so one of the questions I that came to me was, is your anger a cause or a symptom? And I immediately wrote that question down and I was like, well, I have no idea. So I've kind of been letting it ruminate because I was like, is that, is there a difference? What, what does it mean? Right? So the question caught me off guard. It made me think. Um, and then, you know, how does anger come to you? Okay. So this is what came to me. So for example, um, anger can be a symptom of something that happened to you. Um, there's a book out there, shoot, I forget the, the writer, He partnered with Oprah Winfrey. The title of the book is What Happened to You? Fascinating read. Um, Also very much in alignment with who I am. It's talking about early childhood trauma and abuse and, um, uh, you know, your thinking and and, uh, how that shows up in your life. So if if that's anything that you're interested in, please go look up the book What Happened to You? Fascinating. Also, if you're dealing with people and they seem to be quite difficult or challenging or they bring drama or they're in victim mentality, anything like that, go read that book. I promise you it's going to help you out. Okay. So it can be a symptom. Symptom. Anger is a symptom that something happened to you, right? Usually it's something that you can't express. So when something happens to us when we're children and we can't protect ourselves um, and, you know, especially prolonged abuse or neglect or poverty even, um, we, we end up having this like internal fire, right? Um, we don't know how to express it. Maybe we're not allowed to express it. Uh, and because we have this internal fire, it's like a volcano, but it's decreasing our health. So your anger can be a symptom of trauma or a symptom of um, an injustice, right? Maybe um, you see that someone is treated differently at work than you are. And so you feel like there's a sense of injustice. So you're angry at that. Um, Maybe you go to the drive-thru and you order your favorite apple pie and they don't have frosting on it for that day. And you feel that, that the world has treated you unfairly right? Um, the other day, one of my kids, I, they pulled out a pop tart and there was no frosting on the pop tart and you would have thought the world ended, right? So you can have anger at any sort of thing that happened to you, right? That's a symptom or anger can be a cause. Okay. So we can actually take that. Um, and, and it can be a cause. So we see this injustice and it usually when it's a cause, uh, maybe it's an injustice to someone else, right? We, we see something happening. We're like, oh, I need to do something about that. Right? So we acknowledge that I have anger here and I'm going to choose to use that kind of like the fire in a furnace to make a change. So when our anger is a cause, most likely it's a constructive fire. Okay. So you can have all kinds of different fires, but you want it to be a constructive fire. That's actually going to cause a change. Sometimes if you study um, forest fires, uh, you can have these fires that go through and actually will 
Uh, they'll have more growth after the fire than they did before. Okay, so even something seemingly like a wildfire that, that's very destructive can actually be constructive in the long run. So we can learn how to turn our symptom anger into, into constructive cause anger, right? It, it takes a little bit because you have to be able to manage your energy, but you can get to the point where you, you ask, what gift or opportunity is there for us? Okay, so instead of the anger damaging your emotional, your physical, your and your relational self, right, you can use it as a tool. So symptom anger, this is the anger um, that develops usually turned inside that we, we don't, something happened and we didn't have control, right? Symptom anger left unchecked, um, it can cause unhealed wounds, Okay. Listen to our previous episode on, um, you know, the, the pain, the body issues, the skin irritation. Think about, you know, that, that um, symptom anger internalized and it's festering, right? Um, you can also be a person that struggles with impatience, a short, temp a short temper, um, intolerance, rudeness, right? This is why I said if, you, if there's people in your life who are impatient, have a short temper, intolerant, and rude, Something may have happened to them before and they're either not aware of it or they don't know how to handle it. It's just kind of in the background and they, it's symptom anger. Okay. Um, you could also feel agitated, fretful, just unsettled, no peace. Some people actually in their, um, victim mentality, uh, as they're getting in touch with their anger, the next level in their development is feeling entitled, like I'm owed this. You know, um, uh, sometimes when I'm working with people, um, you know, they're, they're showing up in work in a different way than their peers and they see what their peers are getting and they think I'm owed this. I'm supposed to have this because everybody else does, but they don't make the connection with how they're showing up in the workplace and the results they're getting. Right. So, so they have this internal anger. I have one person that I work with that, that she's such an angry person. Everybody in her sphere is adjusting because of her. And quite frankly, if she was removed from the situation, oh my gosh, I think this whole workplace would soar, but she doesn't see it because a lot of things have happened to her. So she's got symptom anger. She's not handling um, it's also that, that victim mentality of my anger is justified, right? Um, you just cut in front of me in the store, so I'm going to let you have it because that's not okay, right? Life um, should happen this way, right? So anytime you hear the word should, especially in your thoughts or coming out of your mouth, I want you to pause. Should means there's always an expectation, most often, it means there's an expectation that has not been met. Now, that could be an expectation that was placed upon you, or it could be an expectation you have for this moment, and it's not happening. So life should happen this way. Uh, my kids should pick up their socks. Do they? Well, clearly they don't because the socks are right there on the floor, right? I can argue with reality all day long. 
I can look at the sock and say that sock should not be there, but guess what? It's there, right? Um, your boss shouldn't call you out in a meeting, but oh my gosh, he just did, right? Your um, sister-in-law shouldn't, uh, you know, um, say those things to you at, at the, the wedding or wherever you were, right? But she just did. So life should happen this way and not that way is never going to be helpful to you. It's also going to increase and stir up that internal anger. So in truth, we really can only control ourselves, right? <laughs> and that's a full-time job, right? Exactly. Anger is also a very helpful tool, okay? So anytime you're feeling anger, it really points to a feeling of helplessness, okay? We've been trained, especially in the United States culture, um, if you're in touch with your feelings at all, most likely you've had some social emotional training. Those of us in, in education, specifically early childhood education, we have a lot of training in that and also how to help children. But one of the things that, that we've been taught is like you only have one emotion at a time. So not true. Okay. You can have a million emotions all going on at the same time. Most of the time, anger is uh, that something has happened to you and you sense of um, hopelessness or helplessness, right? No power. So the gift and the invitation for you is to check into that and say, why do I feel like I don't have power in this situation? So when you feel the anger, you acknowledge that it's there, you notice it. Guess what? You know, for you to pause in a moment when you're feeling anger and go, ah, I feel anger. And, it, and let it sit there. It's not going to kill you. I promise you. Okay. Many people, because of your conditioning, you were not allowed to express your emotions when you were a kid. And so there's a sense of like, it's unsafe for me to do so. I promise you feeling and expressing your emotions, you will never die because of that. Okay. I promise you. I know that's a logical thing and you got to get that in your, in your subconscious beliefs. But the more that you practice this, the, the more that you'll, you'll see that that's true. So once you feel it, you acknowledge, you notice it, ask yourself the question, where do you feel helpless? Where do you feel helpless? So maybe you do see that people are being treated by your boss differently than you are. Okay. So you feel a little bit of helplessness, like they're getting something and I'm not right. What is the should that, that you're saying, this is how it should happen. Okay. So what are you arguing with? And keep in mind, any, any of the shoulds or expectations that come up are there for you to release your judgment. Okay. So again, just not acknowledging the sock shouldn't be on the floor. Oh, the sock is on the floor. Okay. There you go. The sock is on the floor. Right. Um, and then, uh, you know, coming back to a place of sanity because arguing with reality is really kind of an in insane thing to do. You know, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've argued with that sock on the floor when in reality I look at it and go, okay, um, who's picking up the sock? Cause the sock doesn't belong there or, ah, heaven forbid you can actually step over the sock, but you do that too many times and nobody's got socks to wear. Right. So somebody needs to take care of the sock. Is it going to be me? Is it going to be them? Right. I realized a long time ago, I didn't have a discipline problem. I had a sock problem and that if the sock bothered me, just pick up the sock. And eventually I would pick up the socks and guess what? They would catch that and they'd pick up their socks too, right? 
Um, so once you, where am I feeling helpless? What is the should? What is the gift or opportunity here, right? So for example, if I'm feeling helpless, oh, what do I want instead? I don't want to feel helpless. I don't want to have to go through this unfairness, this inequality, this un injustice. What do I want instead? Now remember, this is the key when you're asking, what do I want instead? It has to be about you because you can only control you. You can't say, well, I want this person to do that. Okay. The only thing that you can control is by speaking up and saying, hey, I'd really prefer if this happened. You can't make them do that, right? But to step in your power and say, what just happened here? Like I, I was talking to a client the other day, and that's why I use the example of the boss calling you out. Uh, because she, she came, she's like, oh my gosh, what do I do about this? And I said, well, first of all, feel the anger. Uh, you know, what, what do you think should have happened, right? Uh, and I said, what, what's the gift now to step into your power? How would you like to do that? And for her, she realized stepping into her power, um, talking to this particular boss, he wasn't going to get it. He's at a lower level awareness. And so her stepping into her power actually was going and talking to her, her team members who happened to be in the meeting and just say, hey, listen, uh, let's talk about what happened. Um, and then they brainstormed together if you were, what would a strong leader do in that situation? And so she used it as a learning opportunity with her team, which I thought was fabulous. Okay. So that gave her a sense of power again. Could she change what her boss said or did? No, she's not going to change the fact that he's lower level awareness, but she said, where do I have power and how can I use it for my good? How can you step into that power? What's your one keep it super simple action step, right? So your symptom anger, you know, is, is something happened to you, right? Acknowledge it, feel it, and then turn it into cause anger. So this is your opportunity to have, do, and feel better, okay? So, you know, this happens in all areas of our life. Listen, unless you're living by yourself in a cave, and even then you can still make yourself angry, right? But, but you know, Dealing with people is going to be people-y, okay? So, so let yourself off the hook for, for being angry sometimes and ask yourself, okay, anger is a sign of helplessness. Where do I feel helpless? Where do I need more power? And how can I step into that in a way that's respectful of me and of others? I promise you, the more that you deal with your anger in that way, the easier that that process is going to become over time. And you're actually going to be less angry. I know this because I was the dinosaur mom. I would yell at my kids all the time. Now I don't very often, very, or excuse me, very seldom do I, well, actually, I can't remember the last time I yelled at them about something. Asking questions. I do a lot of that. Um, I also do a lot of ignoring and just saying, okay, if you choose to have that mess, that's great. Do it in your own room. <laughs> um, we'll fumigate when they move out, right? We'll, we'll get brand new carpeting, whatever we need to do. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't have to feel angry about that anymore. Um, I've definitely taken care of the, you know, the things, what happened to me, uh, recognizing that anger. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll do a, an episode tomorrow on that. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but in reality, ask yourself, where do you feel helpless? Where is an opportunity for you to step into your power? What is one super simple thing that you can do to feel more powerful and go and do that? Okay. It is an opportunity. It's a gift for you. 
It's not just something to be ignored and pushed under the rug. It really truly is a gift, okay? All right, so with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.